Hey guys, welcome back to Front Wing Damage FWD. This episode will be brought to you by Aditya Swaminathan and Siddharth Atmaram. Well, hey guys. Um, now this is the episode where we shall now rate the performance of every team. We shall now break down every team's performance separately and give our views and opinions. on the teams that haven't had that much highlight throughout the season since we've had such a banger of uh, you know a championship uh, rivalry between Lewis and uh, Max Verstappen so now we shall now talk about the intricacies of all teams and see what challenges lie ahead for them and what you know how they've progressed from 2020 to now so i mean let's start i mean obviously um you know a huge achievement for them p3 the constructors uh, ferrari how you know we all know how painful last year was for them um and <laughs> but they've come back really strong i mean we yeah. especially with the rules being so similar you know 2020 and 2021 yeah. uh there has not been much of any uh, technical changes so yeah. in that way the improvement that they've shown is really really good really really solid and they have a uh, a really good base to go into the 2022 season for my feel that they exactly. they are the they are the team that can make the 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 biggest, the biggest jump yeah the biggest yeah. leap in performance next year yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and let's not and forget. like i know and and like we have highlighted before i think they have the most complete driver pairing exactly that's what i was going to say if you even take in consideration max and sergio i feel leclerc and sainz is the best pairing on the grid Yeah there's no doubt about that that was that that's exactly what i was coming to uh, carlos and leclerc are the most consistent driver lineup i mean there is very little to split between them uh, even in races you know they always run in like fifth sixth or fourth fifth or you know third yeah, fourth exactly. something like that and the lap times they, that they produce are almost the same hundredth or the same tenth you know that means that yeah. both drivers are both drivers are extracting 100% out of that car and that's what you want to see you know uh, so yeah. this is going to be extremely extremely important coming into the 22 season where i believe all the grids going to get much tighter and you would like to see a consistent driver lineup i not just that i mean now we know that 2022 is a season with huge changes it's it's very different except for the engine everything else changes the length of the cars and everything and uh, i mean if you if you look at you know ferrari for 2022 i mean we can also create a prediction to our what we think could be the drivers and constructors championship but i genuinely feel they could be number one next year i i'm genuinely have a feeling because if you look at the philosophy of the car in general it is going to suit both drivers very well and ferrari have made that step they are now there they're not like fluke they're not getting you know results by fluke if in a race other than um, hamilton bottas verstappen and sergio 
if you don't see one ferrari or if you don't see both ferraris up there it's a disappointing result for them and that's good since you know that you expect them to do that well next year i genuinely feel we could we could see a, a ferrari uh, you know right up there in uh, australia in the first race hmm yeah but um i wouldn't i wouldn't put them as a title contenders just yet Okay. but you'll definitely see them challenge for wins i i, I mean to, to pick out uh, anyone any particular team as title contenders at the moment with the rule changes i for me is just stupid because i would i would wait till pre-season or even the first round to really yeah. know what's happening with the cars but then yeah as no, no, no no i'm saying the form that you're taking because yeah i mean christian honor himself was very clear i think i don't think i told this in the last episode because mercedes and red bull have poured in all the resource literally every single resource available for this season since that you know it's a, it's a, it's it's a championship fight and other teams like ferrari mclaren aston alpine have nothing to lose so they're just driving this season to collect data and everything whereas um, and then christian honor was asked so who do you think could be up there for next year and he openly said he wouldn't be surprised if ferrari came in and rocked up a 1 2 in australia next year so Uh, you know it's 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 a possibility but at the same time like you said you know i don't think we should stray away far from reality knowing that how far away red bull and mercedes are in terms of performance uh, they are untouchable they are unbeatable and let's see i mean but it's 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 good look looking good this year you know it's looked really good this year uh, carlos with four podiums and uh, leclerc with one podium with a potential win as well and uh, i mean aditya let's just rate both drivers who do you think did better than the other Oh, I'm going to, I'm knowing Leclerc and Sainz performed exactly the same this year, I would say. Sainz, I, that's exactly the answer I would give. <laughs> Sainz almost, I mean, you could give Sainz a little bit of a better score because this is his first year in, it, in, in the team. Um, exactly. And he managed to perform equally to Leclerc. Yeah. So, I mean, and, but, I mean, both of them get an 8.5 for me. Solid, solid season. Yeah. nothing to be yes, disappointed yes. about uh, yes. maybe uh, science gets a 9 or 8.75 or something like that things that where i feel no where the only place where i feel science is lacking a little or probably just the first first year jinxes is his qualifying pace hasn't been oh, yeah. up there true. in terms of shots true 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 uh, where the qualifying is just position. just about the confidence of the car uh, yeah exactly qualifying is really about you know being really aggressive with the car and that just comes with the uh, yeah. having more seat time basically i would say in your first year but here's one question i have for you here's one question yeah. i have for you say next year now you know each team has to design a car with a certain philosophy correct yeah now we know leclerc likes a bit of the tail sticking out and doing a bit of a drift into every corner correct yeah he likes yeah. that oversteer i yeah, think lift is, is a bad word but... no, i'm just i, I was i was exaggerating i'm like science likes a planted car yeah he likes a very pointy car okay yeah and they found the right balance between both sometimes the balance suits uh, leclerc more this season depends on the track yeah. that's right exactly it depends on the track but next year now i mean whose philosophy do you think will be favored more in terms of the car in general um look Ferrari are going to be smart about this they'll they'll design a neutral car they'll take both drivers inputs okay. and design okay. a neutral car for next year and as okay they go into the tracks they're going to fine tune mm. the setup to suit the drivers so mm. heading mm. into say Australia they're mm. going to start 
fine tuning the setup in that weekend to suit each driver's car that's what they're going to do that's how the, they should approach it and i think so that's how they will because both drivers are almost on par in terms of skill and each of them yeah, have their yeah, own yeah. so you can you can take some side in the garage you, yeah, you cannot take side in the garage especially i mean science has proved his worth in ferrari in this this season so yeah. you can uh, taking sides would be really you know it would be really political and that's what ferrari should avoid for 22 um uh, which i'm sure they will they will try to avoid that kind of circumstance so they'll create a neutral yeah, car yeah, yeah. taking in both the best of both inputs and they'll try to design a car that could match both driver strengths and then from then on at each race weekend they'll work on a setup um to to enhance both exactly. of their let's hope and, and i hope that the car just suits both in general and they both feel like they yeah. can pin the throttle as quick as possible and break as you know just in general feel good about the car but yeah, yeah. we can move on from ferrari i think <laughs> exactly and what what what, do you, what would you give ferrari's overall rating um out of 10 i would give them a solid 8.5 man i mean 8.5 if you yeah. take in hindsight if you give if yeah. you take into hindsight the 2020 season oh my yeah. god the gains they've made they came into bahrain they blew away the competition and just looked strong from the middle of the season you know Yeah, they've beaten said team that we shall now talk about next. Yeah, and uh, beaten them comprehensively. And I think yeah. this is a segue. Exactly, they're really they were really consistent, and I agree with you. Eight point five for Ferrari. stuff I need recharge on mate that was amazing so daniel take care of the engine revs and recharge on is good yeah keep up keep an eye on the revs daniel revs got a bit low you need to keep an eye on the revs all right okay gotcha <laughs> fuck yes thank you guys and girls fucking dominated So is that a one two? Is that a is that a one two? Yeah, that's a one two. And mate, it's oh. been a while. That's the first McLaren one two since I've been travelling, and that's before the dawn of time. All right. Deep down, I knew this was uh, this was going to come. So thanks, thanks for uh, having my back, and for anyone who thought I left, I never left. Just moved aside for a while. Thanks guys. And uh you got fastest lap mate so that's another bonus point. 27 points from a weekend's not bad. McLaren is our next team on the list. Um McLaren where do we begin you know after 2020 they had really high hopes for 21 but yeah. I mean the start of the season was all right but I think it was very very disappointing and Uh, yeah, yeah let's, let's talk was, about it, it. A, yeah exactly in the beginning both norris no i wouldn't say both i would say norris looked like uh, he was easily going to get at least p5 or p4 in the championship and who knows yeah. he beat perez and yeah. uh, but as the season progressed you know i think their performance properly stagnated they, they weren't 
improving by any standards but they weren't decreasing in performance as well they were properly stagnant um their qualifying pace was up there there in the sense norris's qualifying pace was up there his race pace was also absolutely brilliant he's gotten a brilliant number of podiums he's gotten a, a pole position too i mean what more would you want from your from your driver whereas yeah. as a team they failed to deliver through you know by the end of the season um and as a team you could just see that the car wasn't as good as uh wasn't as good as compared to the ferrari and uh, let's see what happens next year um talking about the second driver daniel ricciardo it was i uh, i mean mixed emotions of a season uh, the beginning of the season he seemed like he he, he was nowhere he, the beginning of the season felt like he was extremely slow in terms of qualifying yes, and actually. race pace he didn't have a top 10 finish for the first four races he didn't have a points finish at all for the first four races so let's see what happens uh, if ricardo pulls up he pulled up his game got a win in uh, you know italy as well but uh, in general what what would you what do you think you know i think ricardo not settling into mclaren was one of the biggest reasons they could not beat ferrari cuz not having a points finish in the first four races despite being in arguably the third best third or fourth best car is dismal it's very poor i remember us talking about how bad he was at um monaco you know monaco is his circuit and he was absolutely dismal there and it kind of followed through the season until monza let's not ignore that that amazing win where he where he genuinely deserved to win that race he was on top he was he's quicker than the red he was as quick as the red bulls or the mercedes but then that was the only high moment after that it just sort of dipped like none of those performances matched that and i think that's the story like norris i mean was the more consistent driver compared to um, to ricciardo but at the same time that driver lineup they 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 aren't at the same consistency levels as ferrari and i think that's where the the ball sort of drop they, they sort of just drop the ball there you know as um, when it came, as the season went on and when it was time to deliver results none of the drivers could pick it up none of the drivers could really find their feet and you know get into consistent points finishes norris tried his best but then again it was on the lower end of the points it was not really where you wanted to be i'm talking p4 p5 that's why you yeah. want to be in the race right the uh, ricciardo on the other hand still he was still trying to find his feet in the midway through the season and you you wondering as such an experienced driver like ricciardo can't be struggling yeah. for so long but again let's see for 2022 um you said you mentioned that the performance stagnated um perhaps they started focusing on 2022 started putting their resources there so i'm not going to write them off uh i'm going to put them at the same level as ferrari for 2022 actually just simply because of yeah, the growth in each season this is same, same. It, it wouldn't be fair to say that uh, they're not going to be uh, they're think, not going to challenge yeah, exactly. for like you're saying they have an yeah. equal chance to challenge for the constructors or the drivers if by chance there's any chance as much as ferrari will yeah because i think both teams have been level pegging the two most rivaled teams in history i guess uh, will continue to rival each other and uh, yeah i mean it's it's a little dis- i mean i mean just probably to give some optimism to you richardo fans out there from 2013 to 14 2013 Sebastian Vettel was the world champion. 2014 he was comprehensively beaten by Daniel Ricciardo. 
and 2014 was the first year of the new completely new car so who knows ricardo could you know capitalize on a completely new car again and uh, you know probably beat norris and school him like he should have done it this year <laughs> yeah but let's see i mean lando norris again he is norris or oh, he's been really up and down this season yeah. but he's going to look forward to 2022 where maybe where the racing gets a lot closer and let's yeah let's yeah. see i think yeah. that's what they're banking on uh, because you know ricardo and norris can drive in very very close racing conditions uh, yeah. how would you rate the drivers uh, out of 10 i would give norris a solid 8 yeah and uh, sorry to i mean I, it's not like i am anybody to be giving any kind of ratings or anything but this is just an opinion Uh, I would say Ricardo was a a six point five. He wasn't great. Oof, yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah. I think. Man. <laughs> yeah. I think Norris. If he didn't have the 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 Sochi moment, I would have given him a yeah. solid eight point five. Thing but, is that I thought but, you know Norris yeah. has done so well in F two. He's a he's an F three champion and all the gimmicks. Yeah. And for him to just panic in russia was a little surprising because yeah, if you but, compare his uh, compatriot yeah. in uh, charles leclerc and ferrari the way he handled himself in that in monza in 2019 was uh, you can see you have the same yeah, furious yeah. hamilton between true, both true. of them <laughs> true, and true, the way true, they both true. handled each other shows the sheer contrast in i wouldn't say quality of the drivers but mentality probably the yeah mentality mentality of the two drivers yeah. Yeah, but, but if I was in that position, I would have probably just crumbled. So I'm again nobody to give any yeah. thing. But anyways, yeah. um, but okay, yeah. So coming on to my ratings, I would give Lando, as you said, eight. But I disagree with you. Six point five is a bit too low for Ricciardo. Maybe yeah, with the expectations you have, yeah. But I would give him a seven. He's won a race, so seven. Yeah, yeah, true, true, true. true. Yeah, yeah, kudos to him though. I mean that race, yeah. oof. that italian grand prix win was and mind you he did not win, again it's not like i'm he he did not win it by fluke because hamilton was yeah, crashed exactly. he was comprehensively quicker than both cars yeah. he was he was actually an keeping up with them yeah so that was exactly so but i mean i don't know where that pace all where it was the whole season it was just one that one race that he showed it yeah mm. but i guess uh, monza baby mamma mia i guess it brought up the <laughs> brought up yeah. the <laughs> Yeah, Anyways, uh, moving on. Yeah, no total team score uh, 7.5. McLaren team yeah, score 7.5. Yeah, yeah, 7.5. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, initially good. initially I would give them a solid 9. Yeah, but it <laughs> it dipped. It dipped. It tanked pretty hard. Yeah. <laughs> they got into they were slower than the Alpha Tauris actually, which is pretty exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Guys. Well, well done, mate. You just won the well done, mate. Scenario 12, please. Scenario 12. Wow, 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 wow. Okay, to drink awesome. That was awesome. That, uh, yeah. Wow, well done, mate. You deserve that. Why wow, you guys do? You guys do fantastic. Allez Alpine, allez les bleus, yes, yes First victory, tons of many, you know, it's gonna come. Alpine. P5 in the constructors, P- uh, mm. very, very, uh, but you know, 
McLaren and Alpine changed roles <laughs> in a way if you think yeah. about it. Alpine yeah, yeah, had true. a very 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 dismal beginning. They looked like the the third worst car on the grid. But yeah. towards the end, I don't know what that team is. What rocket ship they put in that? Exactly, car. the last it three is, four races have been. It's Fernando yeah. with the podium, Esteban with the win, yeah. um, and Esteban with the near podium again in uh, Jeddah. It was, it was a oof. It was a. It's, it's been a, a very impactful season for them. And Aditya, I don't know whether you know this goal yeah. of Alpine. They have a hundred races goal. Have you heard of that? No, I haven't. Okay, so it's a very okay. So it's a hundred races goal that Fernando Alonso had put, and that hundred races starts in the sense the ninetieth race starts from next year. So by the hundredth race, they say the hundredth race they will win a Grand Prix legitimately and fight for wins constantly. And yeah. I I will not that doubt could, their it. It is yeah. It. I will not. I will not. After seeing the the the, the sudden rise to form and the driver lineup that they have. Bro, the driver lineup yeah. is man, man. What a bloody driver lineup! Okay, <laughs> yeah. In the start of the season, in the start of the season, you couldn't see much. They were not, you yeah. know, pairing up as a team, which is understandable. You know, new season, yeah. you're not gonna gel in that well. Ocon yeah. and Alonso, Alonso, you know, so faster than Ocon, which is a bit, yeah. you know, Ocon. I mean, that was he got a panic after that. You know, Alonso yeah. has not been driving for two years, and he's pretty yeah, yeah. <laughs> not gonna lie, he's forty years old, and he's. He's yeah. beating you. That's a, that's a bit of a that's a sign of concern. But as the season went on, you could say that Alonso's pace was not a threat to Ocon's you know position in the team. It was in, by not any standards. It was Ocon, yeah. and not just that. Throughout the season, if you've seen, I just feel Ocon is a very threatening force to the top ten. He is one that can dislodge anybody. He man, he's just. He's just yeah, like I, I, I like him, man. I just like him. Yeah, really, yeah, exactly. And Alonso is Alonso, so you know you yeah, have yeah. a strong driver lineup there. And Alonso is now. I mean, you, you, we saw, we saw another side Alonso this season, which was you know mentoring yeah. Ocon, you know team first. Bro, I was all myself. That. I thought Alonso will do a madness and steal a win from away because we know how dirty Alonso is. Yeah, we, Alonso. Whole, uh, yeah, exactly. But the then, scam against Hamilton and everything. I but then, yeah, the same, but Alonso, Alonso has matured. Very... Exactly, Alonso has matured, and you can see. I mean, he he has to mature. He's grown older and more experienced yeah. as a driver. He's driven in like a team. He's driven in categories like the WEC, which requires a lot of team yeah, cooperation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and yeah, I think uh, coming and he's brought that experience into F1, and he's you know cooperating with Ocon in in such a way that it's helping Ocon grow now. He's he's now I feel like Ocon is now tapping into his potential, like what we wanted to see yeah. in the last three four seasons. And you know, uh, I, I I'm going to be giving an unpopular opinion. Yeah, but I think throughout the whole grid, I think Alonso Ocon is the third best pairing. Um, who is the second best then? Uh, it'll be Hamilton Russell. Oh yeah, for next year. Yeah, true, true, true. Yeah, I think I think even I I would sort of lean to your opinion, but I have to wait and see for next year for that. I can't make any judgments. Uh, yeah, based true, on true, now. True, 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 true. Thing is that you know, in the beginning of the season, Ocon he was struggling with the car in general. Seventeenth in Austria, sixteenth in Styria, eighteenth in uh, this thing, eighteenth. Sorry. 14th in um, uh, Silverstone. Uh, what in Belgium? Oh, it was only a qualifying. So forget yeah. that. 
then uh, exactly mexico he was okay but then after that i don't know what the hell that alpine has done they've just shot up in terms of perf- and not just that other day i don't know if you if you if you you know closely watched free practices of every race yeah both alpines are freaking quick in free practices man i'm yeah, i'm not surprised exactly. that ocon is not in the top 5 in free practices anymore exactly i mean yeah, as you said this is completely true they were there was every race, the the race the race the race pace looks super quick for them exactly yeah it's it's and they they're going into 20 i feel you know both the drivers no i feel both yeah. the drivers can easily get to grips with that car in a new track or you know in a new yeah. weekend and exactly. um, only thing is that they should tra- you know they should translate that free practice pace into somehow and i'm sure they're all absolutely legends at alpine somehow translate that free practice pace into qualifying and race pace you know and yeah, if they I think do they, that, they're going to figure it out i'm 100% sure they're a threatening force yeah i think that's what they're going to do i think yeah i think as you said the, i mean they are legends at alpine and they're going to they're going to crack the code and it's going to yeah. be very interesting i hope they see. do is going there's going to be very interesting to see them uh, race in 22 uh, and especially you know they're going to be carrying a lot of confidence after winning in Hungary and you know Oof. getting getting close to podiums and a legit yeah. win again i mean legit win in the sense imagine having a furious four time world champion bloody four time world champion in a quicker car behind you yeah yeah i mean they're going to they're going to be carrying in that uh, the confidence they're going to be they're going to be bouncy and let's just see Let's yeah. Uh, and now I'll come. Let's go to the driver ratings. How do you rate uh, Ocon? I would give Ocon a solid eight, and I would give Fernando a solid eight as well. I would give Alonso a solid eight. You know, he's he's been very aggressive, very racy. Something that you don't expect from an older driver, but he's 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 like the Alonso of old. So eight. Uh, for Ocon, I would put him at a seven. he's not let's be honest let's he's not been up to uh, alonso's pace consistently throughout the season he's come alive wait, in the last few races i he, want to know what the driver's championship just give me a sec yeah you you you, yeah. you keep speaking i just want to say but yeah i was as i was saying you know he's not in the last few races he's come alive which is good to see you know let, let's see if he can carry that form in 22 so for ocon i'd give uh, him a 7.5 or oh, 7 actually 7 not it not 7.5 but a 7 okay i mean it's a bit harsh to give him one full rating below knowing that he's only scored 7 points lesser than alonso okay alonso scored 81 and ocon scored 75 but let's be fair ocon i mean ocon's points would have boosted massively because of that win oh, but at the same time he's won a race so i don't know 7.5 fair enough okay let's put 7.5 yeah yeah let's just yeah, yeah. let's just yeah I mean, you, you, you are a lot. You are a lot fair with the more fairer with the rating with the rate. But I think seven point five. I mean, because on average he's been slower than Alonso a bit, which and as it, yeah, you team, you. Ex- I think seven point five. I guess as a team, I don't know because initially they were absolute yeah. dog, the, the dog in the beginning of the season. Seven. Let's give them a seven because it could have been a yeah, much better seven. season. I think seven is a lot. From fair. last year to this year, the last year to this year, it has been a tremendous change in. this mindset in general they come into every weekend now from the i mean the last 5 6 weekends knowing that they can challenge for top 5s and top 6s you know top 6 yeah. finishes yeah. and and they have and they have done that exactly. it's not just simply not just challenge they have finished in the top 6 so a, a brilliant yeah. you know a, a brilliant season for all of them but let's see now 
uh, you know, what happens next. I don't know how I did that. Woo! Guys, I don't know how I did that. Oh, what a drive! That's incredible. What a drive, mate. What a drive. Come, please. Wow. No idea how I've done that. And uh, good old fail 84, sorry for that. Fail 84, thank you. Oh, your move on the clear was amazing. Amazing, I love this. Incredible, guys. I'm so happy for you. It's been an incredible weekend from the start to the finish, so I'm really pleased. I'm really pleased with all of you. Fantastic work. Whoa. Yeah, that was an amazing job, that last lap. Absolutely incredible. Fantastic. You've been amazing all weekend. Really, really good job. Thank you. Fully deserved. Thanks a lot. Unbelievable. Thanks a lot to everyone, guys. Unbelievable. Great job you deserve. Yeah, I really, really had to fight hard for that one. Yeah, big time. And, uh, well. Sorry for the trouble in the background. I think uh, you helped us a lot with the pace. It was not easy with the issue in the background. Good job. Thanks. Uh, I did my best, honestly. Uh, I fantastic all weekend, so I'm so happy we managed to get a podium out of it. So. Third podium, you know what, I I had the first place, I had the second place, now I've got the third one. Very good effort, guys. And the next team on our list is Alpha Tauri Honda. Yeah. Alpha Tauri. Where do we start with their season, you know? Um, um, just it's been a know, bit a of up and down. Up to them. You know, no, a beginning yeah. up to them. Their best ever season in since their... Uh, uh, entrance into Formula One. Uh, yeah. So, uh, both drivers, both drivers now, no, one driver absolutely tugging the team. Um, yeah. And uh, the car just, um, in the sense, in certain tracks, the car just looks, their qualifying pace is, is freaking phenomenal. Okay. I mean, I feel at times they're at par with the Ferraris and everything. But then what? <laughs> when everything crumbles away, is their their absolute dismal race pace, which is, um, I mean, things that, I mean, I don't know what more you can ask for. The only thing that is left for them is race pace, and we've been saying, you know, oh fine, um, uh, Ferrari are probably next year contenders, McLaren are next year contenders, Alpine are next year contenders. I have I have no confidence that AlphaTauri will contend since they're a B team. Uh, yes, probably France tossed. The principal will say, yeah, we're not a B team to Red Bull. But hey, we know what the truth is. They are basically a B team. And the car is genuinely going to be a lot worse than the other. So I wouldn't say they have a chance for next year. But yes, they have been looking very bright for next year uh, in terms of challenging for a top five, top sixes. Um, and But I'm 100% sure they're still going to be lagging behind the Ferraris, McLarens and Alpines. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to be challenged for podiums, let's be honest. They're, yeah, exactly. they're always going to be a B team, as you said, but they, they look confident. They look positive. You know, they, they have good quality pace. And, yeah, you know, since sometimes last year, you know, since sometimes last year, they've yeah, been looking good. Exactly. Sometimes it's really surprising to see them, you know, be in the position that they are in. But let's be honest, the only reason that they are in those positions is because of Pierre Gasly, who has been phenomenal. He's been stellar. 
I think it's his best season, you know. After winning last year, yeah. he's come back strong. He's got podiums and all that. So again, it's really positive in Gasly's side of the garage, and he's you know driving that team forward. And I think he's driving the development of the car as well. Um, yeah. But f- flipping it over to Yuki, he's had a tough mm. first year. Tough first year compared to his teammate. You know, it's not been. Is it less? Is it, I mean, to be brutally honest, it's not been good. It's not. It's not He's not lived up to the hype, but then he has one more year in him, and I, I, you know, the mentality he has, you know, I could see it in the F two season. You know, he always pushed. I know exactly. Talking about Yuki Sunoda, you know, he may not be, he may not have done very great, but I can see the aggression in the man. Uh, yeah, his, his mentality. Saw, he had yeah. crashes with Stroll, but he went for the dive, man. And who is the other guy who know who goes for the dive and has won the world championship? Max Verstappen. Yeah. so you can see similar i mean i wouldn't say they're similar but you can see that he does have that potential man i mean he he just sounds aggressive on the steering wheel he just sounds passionate about you know his driving and everything and unfortunately the performances haven't shown probably because his uh, his side of the garage was unprepared in terms of how his data would work out and everything mm-hmm. or probably just because like helmet marco has said he doesn't prepare through free practices he just goes for it during free practices um, so uh, helmut marco himself has come out which is very surprising to me as well back in uh, monaco when he crashed in during free practice he said that yuki sunoda is not consistent in his performances he needs to be more consistent during his free practices which i too agree and not just free practice that consistency has to translate throughout the whole season quali race everything but at the same time preserving his aggressiveness behind the wheel and if he does so if he actually remains calm and cool and and you know past four races you know the last four races he's actually been pretty decent i'm not going to lie and if he translates that into next year i can see him actually stepping into that red bull seat if perez does absolute you know dog in next year yeah um i don't think he's Red Bull seat material just yet. He has a long way to go for that. But, yeah, that's what I said. Twenty twenty four. Yeah, but I think, but I think you're gonna see a good amount of growth for him in twenty two because, uh, yeah. you know, he has that mentality to grow, saying that hey, this is not good enough from my side, and I can improve as a driver, and that's what pushed him to get into the top three, top four of the F two championship last year. Yeah. And yeah, I think, I mean. uh yuki needs to learn from the mistakes he's made you know sometimes he's looked a fish out of water in wheel to wheel battles and that's kind of understandable but uh yeah i think he's got a, he knows his he'll know his mistakes and he's going to work hard through the winter i think 2022 will be a season of reckoning for yuki yeah i hope as well because he is a a, a true talent man i mean if you are recognized as a talent and if you are given an alpha tauri seat you are a true talent like a proper talent out there and if he does well if he steps up to pierre gasly and who knows if he beats him as well i mean i don't think that's going to happen but still if he does do a madness next year who knows where he's you know he land probably another team will poach him probably another team will say you oh, know actually this guy's got potential man we, we got to take him so let's see yeah but i think gasly is still going to be the team leader for next year and he's going to be the one carrying 100% yeah so do you want to do the ratings now I would give Gasly a solid eight. No, I would give him. I would a, give Sunoda. I'd give him an eight point five. Actually, I'd give Gasly an eight point five. He's been standout this mm, season. Five. He's been a standout performer this yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, I agree. 
and uh, yuki uh, bro i'd give him a 5 i don't know man 5 for a 6 for me he gets a 6 He hasn't. It was a very sub. I mean, okay. I'll let me tell you the number of point, the the points yeah. gap between both of them. Just give me a second. Gasly finished in ninth with a hundred and ten points. Sunoda has finished in fourteenth with thirty two points. So Gasly has three times the points than Sunoda, which isn't a good sign. Yeah, I know. He has But only one five. Ha- five in. A, I mean, six just because it's a rookie. I'm being. I'm being fair now. Six. Come, I mean, yeah, 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 makes sense. Yeah, yeah, six. So, so we agree, eight point five and six, which is not exactly ideal yeah. for a team in terms of individual yeah. driver performances. But yeah, yeah. What? Where would you rank the team overall? Uh, seven point five. I give them a seven. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, I mean, yeah. At, at times, their strategies team. could have been better. Like, yeah, he, they're getting into the. Pace regions why strategy does matter a lot now. You can't just throw yeah. away races, but yeah, I think strategy. I think they can work on the strategy and pit stops, and they they're gonna be definitely there for top ten now. Like, yeah, already there for the top ten, but you're gonna see them make a huge mark there next season if they work on that. Thing is that seven Alpha Tauri is always going to be a stepping stone of a team. You know, yeah, it's but not going to be. It doesn't mean. I mean, this was their best fight. Yeah, this was their best season, so it doesn't mean that they that they yeah. can't improve. They're not going to go to the Red Bull pace. No way. They're never yeah, yeah, going to yeah, be yeah. the. Re- they're never going to be challenging for podiums consistently. But Bro, imagine, what I'm saying is, imagine gonna... the day. Imagine the day Alpha Tauri is quicker than Red Bull man. Before... That that day was that actually the in 2008 they outscored the Red Bulls. Yeah, they did. They did. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's because both the teams are absolute shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, But yeah, no, I'm just saying. Say in 2050, probably we see Alpha Tauri being the the, the, the main team yeah. and Red Bull being the B team. That'll be that'll feel good, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, we'll But be talking just back next... in my day. Back in my day, <laughs> Red Bull and Max Verstappen, lad. <laughs> yeah. Wait, let's get to the next team, please, man. Yeah, please. I, I just so, want to get to the next. So we'll team. agree to 7.5. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go seven. to the next team. Come on. For me, it's seven. Okay, the next seven, team. Seven. Oh yeah, that's the reason. Because okay, <laughs> the next team. Okay, so thanks, thank you guys for giving me a new home and uh, for welcoming me the way you did. I don't think it was the best of seasons. Not what we expected. Also from my side. Also from my side, I'm not happy. I made too many small errors. So uh, let's get a bit of a break and fresh start next year and uh, come out of the box strong. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely, Sebastian. Absolutely, completely agree. Thank you as well. P1 and then P0. Yep, you got it. See you in a bit. Did we get the overtaking thing, or it snatched away? <laughs> I actually don't know. Yeah, you did. Apparently, you did. Well done. Well done. What's the prize? One million jelly beans. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> okay. Thank you, guys. P zero. 
Aston Martin, what disappointing, disappointing season that they have had. Hey yo, hey yo, no, 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 man, God damn it, yeah, I, I agree too. Uh, it's, uh, I mean, just can you give me like two minutes to rant away? Come on, please. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, you're gonna take twenty minutes. You're gonna probably take twenty minutes. But no, yeah. no, no, no. I'll Where's actually put in a strong reason. Wait, yeah. Wait, I've sent. Go ahead. Wait, I have all the pictures ready. All right. Okay, guys. Now, yes, we know 2020. They were absolutely amazing. 2021, they've been absolute dog. Uh, they've been extremely bad at times. Probably the second worst car on the grid. But let me give you my reason why they are going to be. This is a presentation why Sebastian Vettel is going to be a fighting world champion next. Okay. Let's start with the first one. Mercedes chief aerodynamist Eric Blandin has joined Aston Martin for 2022. We know Mercedes who finished first in the constructors this year almost won the drivers championship. So their chief aerodynamist has joined Aston. Good news obviously. Next one. Former McLaren boss Martin Whitmarsh, the man behind the McLaren in 2000 uh, from way behind but that dominant bloody car in from 7 to 13. um he's joined aston martin for next year as a chief uh, chief officer of performance i don't know there's some weird term okay next person alpha f1 designer he is the upcoming youngster his name is furbato he's joined aston for this for you know for next year and he's apparently a superstar out there in the design uh, of the car and everything uh so that's one then next the we know max verstappen won the championship this year we know one main reason why he won was aerodynamics the brainchild between the brainchild of this year's red bull um uh you know red bull aerodynamic philosophy was behind a man called dan fallows uh, my, my man dan fallows is joining aston for next year so i mean imagine uh, dan fallows apparently dan fallows is literally uh, the successor of adrian newey and imagine an Adrian Newey-esque uh, Sebastian Vettel relationship. Uh, let's, let's just take it back to 2010 when he won four times, you know, when he won four times continuously. Uh, not just that. Lauren Stroll is uh, pumping in billions of dollars of his own, from his own wallet, uh, to build uh, an amazing, the best, apparently the best wind tunnel out there and the best factory for Aston Martin. So I wouldn't say probably 2022 is not the the time we're going to see immediate performances but i am giving it a writing 2025 2024 we are going to see an aston world champion man i i'm sure my case that i've given for aston is more than enough so i mean yeah they've made huge i think they they're investing in the right places you know to oh they've got in, the right people yeah to get in uh, the yeah, right, let's just ignore yeah. this year it's okay we can we can skip to the next team it's okay right i mean I'll, i have to go on okay <laughs> so uh, the they've got the backroom staff which is so yeah. so important because that's where championships are won eventually have the, yeah. i mean historically you've seen colin chapman you've seen the likes of you've seen the likes of enzo ferrari you know you've seen yeah. frank williams and his team with adrian newey and you've seen historically uh, you know who, who can forget ross brown you know with two yeah two yeah yeah got yeah. championships and it shows you the quality of backroom stuff matters and uh, for me my favorite appointment was the appointment of martin whitmarsh who who alongside ron was, he's, he's who was alongside guy. he was who was alongside ron dennis and 
who was in that 25 years of McLaren dominance, you know. Yeah. It was simply because of the Ron Dennis and Martin Whitmarsh partnership. And then yeah. to see Aston Martin get Martin Whitmarsh back from, you know, hiatus is simply amazing. I mean, and not just that. I mean, your your project has to be so interesting that you can actually get Martin Whitmarsh. Dude, Martin Whitmarsh, according to me, is the hottest property out there or was the hottest property because yeah. he's ours now, or at least. Ours, you're okay, Aston so dude, you're an Aston fan, I'm huh? a- Proper Aston dude. dude yeah, dude, and then that. last last yeah. year you were saying Forza Ferrari. Mm. Uh, mm. It's okay, bro. <laughs> Aston Martin. Hey, you mate. I mean, what's up out here? You know, we out here, my G, around these ends and that. You know, anyways. Uh, <laughs> anyways, but yeah, uh, okay. To, to be able to get the hottest, one of the hottest properties out there, that is. Martin Whitmarsh, your prop, your project has to be very interesting. You can't just get this man to just be your chief uh, performance officer. You know, you it's not possible. So probably Martin Whitmarsh sees potential in next year. He sees potential from beyond next year as well. He sees a potential in Aston becoming world champions again. The only place where I feel um, could you know probably deter them a little. Is the fact that they're going to be using a Mercedes engine, a Mercedes chassis, and certain Mercedes parts as well. And to be, say, Mercedes continue their dominance, to be competing against your own supplier uh, is a little weird. But Andrew Green has said that right now they're not in a position to be making their own thing. So Andrew Green, by the way, is their uh, chief uh, operating officer. And he said that uh, they're not in a position to make their thing. So I trust in Aston Martin. I trust in the process. Um, uh, Yes, Sebastian Vettel, my my guy, you know, come on. Yeah, I mean, okay. Well, let's get on to the driver reviews, I think. Um, yeah. Where would you rank uh, Vettel? I mean, you've not talked much about Stroll. Stroll also had a... I mean, he nice had season. an okay season. I actually like Stroll, you know. I, I actually rate him yeah. very highly. What, I, I genuinely rate him very highly. But his season this year, the whole Aston this year was, uh, it was very... Thing is that, I don't know, Aditya, if you know this, it is a fact that Aston Martin, in the fourth round of F1, Portugal, they had stopped developing that 2021 car. Yeah, the 2021 exactly. car has remained the same. The yeah. same parts that was there in Portugal was there in uh, Abu Dhabi t- till the last race. From Portugal itself, they said, screw this. We, we know we're going to be shit anyways. Let's just yeah. transfer <laughs> everything to next year. And they've been putting hours and hours and hours into next year. And this car, the 2021 car, has just been collecting cobwebs since it's not been developed at all. So, I guess you can't rate them critically lower, nor critically high. I'd say Fettel, I'd just give him 11 out of 10. <laughs> you know, it's just... <laughs> <laughs> just casually, I'm going to give Sebastian 11 out of 10. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just, just, you know, just a casual 11, you know, just a casual 11. And, a, and stroll... <laughs> A casual, just you know, because just he was just beaten comprehensively by, by Fettel. So, just casual one, you know. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> no, nah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'd give Fettel um, uh, a 6.5 and yeah. Stroll a 6 to 6. Yeah, 6. I'd, 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 6. I'd agree. I'd agree with that. 6.5. But so much things. God damn it. Yeah. I'd actually give Vettel a 7 because, yeah. Thank you, bro. Yes, Vettel is yes. a 7. True. Because in the True. last few races, he's. He's finally, you know, gotten into that. He's finally fit into the team and he's he's been really quick. I mean, qualifying has been dismal as usual, but the race pace is, he's, he's up there with Alonso in terms of race and pace. And not just that, dude. No, 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 not just that. The overtakes he's done this year, man, 
like what the yeah, hell is exactly the most overtakes yeah he's won the most overtakes right so that's the I mean he's race, yeah exactly mamma mia it was exactly cool. and and yeah i think this gives a lot of hope when the race racing gets close next year he's going to be aggressive he's going to be there to fight and that's a good sign that's a very good sign for vettel yeah. who's famously who who's whose biggest myth is that he can't overtake and, and we, he can't race wheel to wheel which he's clearly proving wrong but yeah i think uh, as not now going to let's see let's see if they're going to break into the top 3 next year yeah 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 and overall overall uh, for aston i would give the see, i would give a 6 out of 10 maybe even 5 points i'd give a, i would give them a solid actually a 5 for the season they've been poor they've been shocking yeah Me too. Come on! Yes! Yes! Woo! Yes, guys! Oh my god! Fuck it, how that was all up. Sector one was mighty. Amazing, guys! Amazing! Well done, everybody! Well done. This work goes breaks on the way in. Give me feedback on brakes. Working on the front set. Go out. Go out. Yeah, good stop. You got Hamilton just behind you. Do we go to the grid? Where are we going? Are we going to the grid? Grid or pit lane? Grid or pit lane? It's not right. George, fantastic. fantastic. Grid or... <laughs> pit lane, pit lane. Sorry, Yost. Go ahead. Just fantastic, George. What awesome. The whole team did a fantastic job and you were outstanding. Thanks so much. You so much deserve that. Congratulations, everyone. Ah. That was a stonking lap. The next team on the list, Williams. Uh, mm. Obviously, I mean, rest in peace to Frank. So, Frank, he's genuinely one of the most inspiring characters yeah. the sport has ever produced. Uh, to see what he's done with on his own for the, the, la- for the last 40 years in the sport... has been phenomenal i don't think anyone can replicate that he's truly he's truly an inspiration and truly like again i i i was completely in awe, awe of him every time he'd come to the race track on a wheelchair and when they'd focus on him you'd look at you look at him and go wow how how has this man done this and yeah to see him uh, like to obviously for like for him to pass away is a big big loss for the sport exactly i mean very influential person but i'm sure the team will move on um and they better move on since i guess um, it's 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 been uh, an incredible you know jump in performance between last year and this year uh, so let's see now you know what happens to them next year i have good i have a good feeling about them since you know um 
you know, since Alex Albon, one of my favorite drivers is joining Williams and Nicholas Latifi. I highly rate him too. Since both of them are going to be joining, you know, driving for Williams next year. I genuinely think they're going to be fighting for P7, P6 in the constructors next year. I'm not going to lie. Oh, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a very, it's optimistic, you know, with the new rule changes and stuff. It's very optimistic to say that. I mean, okay, it's not, op- I wouldn't say optimistic. I would say it, it, it is kind of realistic to say that. But at the same time, do they have the budget to spend? I mean, let's see, maybe they're going for 23, not 22. Because getting an Albon that late in, in the development cycle of the car is a bit, it's a bit weird. But let's see. I mean, there's so many reasons to why they won't fight P6. But then there are so many reasons to say they will fight for P6. So let's just, I, I think we just have to wait and see for teams like William, Williams, you know. Yeah. Uh, I would say Albon is a fantastic recruitment, almost a perfect replacement for Russell, you know, in terms of raw pace and uh, I think he brings in a little more experience than Russell because, you know, he's raced in DTM now and he's... Bro, he's kind of... not just that, you know, bigging up, uh, bigging up Albon, the Max Verstappen and Sergio Perez themselves were yeah. open to how key Albon was to develop to this year's car, you know? Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, actually, a fun fact, uh, when Max Verstappen was celebrating on his radio, you remember the first... The, yeah, the Albon first was the said, one. Albon was the one screaming. I thought it yeah. was GP. No, it was, it was... It was Albon. It was so surprising. Exactly. Albon was... I mean, Albon <laughs> played a huge part in Red Bull's success this year. Yeah. And for Williams to have him for this year is going to be key because I think they're going to try to extract everything from him to develop the car. Yeah. He can only start developing the car from about today, I would say, because he's still working. He's, yeah. He was working for Red Bull up until, the, the, up, up, up until Sunday of the Grand Prix. Uh, yeah, but yeah. I think right now they're gonna squeeze as many information as he as they can from him. But it, I think it's too little, too late. And not just that. Much later on no, in the season. No, not just that. Perez, I don't think they're gonna extend his contract beyond 2023. Probably max to max 2024. And I think the man who's gonna be next to Verstappen again, and I'm hundred percent sure he's gonna beat him next time, is Alex Albon. I have uh, I have hopes I on my boy. I don't think I think Albon's left the system. I think Albon's left Red Bull. No, he's not. He's not. He's not. No, he's, he's that's not. what I'm saying. He hasn't. Oh damn! That's I thought he had. <laughs> he hasn't. No. Oh, that's that's an interest. That's actually very interesting. So let's just, let's see. But okay, coming to the current rival lineup of George yeah. Russell and Latifi. Why would you rate? How would you rate Russell and Latifi? George, I would give him an eight. And Latifi a six. Oh, an eight. But he for me an eight's a bit too high because you know he's Russell's been after Spa, he's not been doing quite well. I would yeah. give him a seven. His qualifying performance has been oof. Oh his qualifying. He's always been, been very good, but phenomenal. then but Sunday is what matters, right? I mean that car is just absolute yeah, dog true, true, true. True, but I would I would give him I would give him a and you can't give and you can't give Russell a low rating, knowing that he's going to drive a Mercedes next year. Yeah, true. You know what I mean. But I'm not going to give him an eight. An eight just feels too high. I would give him a seven or seven point five, especially considering the last second half of the season. That's so you're what saying I'm a seven point five. You're saying a seven point five driver is going to be driving for Mercedes next year. Yes, That's all I'm. I'm. I, I, I'm. I'm not a huge fan of Russell, by the way. I. I. I don't know if you people have realized. Yes, I, I do think like a seven point five driver is going to be driving against, uh, arguably, a ten out of ten driver. 
Yeah. Next year mm-hmm. for Mercedes, but seven point five. Yeah, he has not been good in the last. He's not been. He's not performed as well as he did in the start of the season compared to the end of the season. It just it's pretty True. obvious. I agree too. I agree too. It's very. But I thought it has been you would give him a nine, so I thought I'd give him an eight no. because you've been a no. huge Russell fan. No, I've, I, I've appreciated I'm Russell. Giving him a six, honestly. I've appreciated a Russell, but then I've kind of, I've kind of toned back on my uh, praise for him based on the the second half of the season. Actually, Latifi's not that bad if you think about it. Latifi's. Oh, I was gonna come. I was gonna come. Latifi's been. Solid, you know the hung. Ever since hung, like Hungary was his race of reckoning, and after that he's been <laughs> solid, consistent. Uh, lad. He, he gets us. I'm seeing a where a seven, six point five seven. I don't know. I'm going to go for six. Why 5. I'm giving him a seven is knowing how dismal he was last year. Yeah, I'm saying relative score is yeah. seven. Yeah, I'm gonna give him a six point five because I don't want to. I don't put Russell Russell at seven point five and Latifi at seven, making sure there's like little to no difference. But six point five because Latifi is slow, way slower in quality. But when it comes to race pace, they kind of equal each other out, you know. So yeah, yeah I think uh, Latifi has grown really consistent in the races. He's a good driver to play to try different strategies on. Try to try the you know alternate strategy and. You, you, a team like Williams would love that kind of choice between Albon and Latifi next year. Who to mm-hmm. try the alternate strategy on? So that's going to be really mm-hmm. cool to watch. Mm-hmm. Let's see. So yeah, I think overall Williams six. Yeah, <laughs> six. Yeah, I mean the good improvement from last season. Yeah, uh, they're going to be looking forward to next season. A slow bit by bit improvement. But yeah, let's see. And I think six is a very, very fast score. There, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's good, good to have a driver lineup that exceeds your the quality of the team. You know, that's gonna push the team further to to the standards of the drivers. So yeah. Over the line, charge on and box. Is that box box? Follow Delta minus a target. Save some fuel, save fuel. Where we are? We are P7, Antonio P7. Excellent job. Yes, guys! Grazie mille, ragazzi. Grazie mille. You are the best. You are the best. Grazie. Remember, switch off position. Next up, Alfa Romeo. Um, <laughs> let's start with Kimi Raikkonen. What a career he's had. A career yeah. that you need to look beyond the stats. Yeah, yeah, his stats are not the best in the world. He's never the best ever and the best ever to do it. But he's inspired a whole generation of helmets in India, which is a feat. And I would, I would put in a shout for him to be... I mean, but did you get that? Did you get that? The Kimi helmet reference. Which one? The Kimi helmet. I mean, every other bike guy in India has a Kimi helmet. No. You've no. not noticed it? 
the Kimi McLaren oh. helmet. It always says Kimi, Kimi. Oh, yeah. We're gonna post. I, I I'm gonna make sure I post that on my story. Uh, put it, put it, put it. I want to see. Yeah, it's it's on the frontering damage story. Kimi bike helmet. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> make sure you. <laughs> He's inspired a whole generation of helmets. I mean, what a legend. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh. Biggest what, what, and, and, yeah. and I'm putting a case out for him for being the driver with the most polished set of driving skills behind the wheel. You want to go wheel to wheel racing and come out without a scratch? You race with Kimi Raikkonen. Yeah, that's because he doesn't have balls, but still. <laughs> hey yo! Hey no no hey, no! Nah, nah. Just kidding! Just kidding! <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to roast Kimi, but no. In all honesty, Kimi has been. Uh, yeah, he's been. He's been bloody Imagine, quick. dude, you can't gain Michael Schumacher's confidence, and you can't yeah. scare Michael Schumacher's Michael Schumacher in yeah. general without being <laughs> a phenomenal driver. Kimi exactly. Right the I mean, ah, what a what a legend. Yeah. The fact that my dad likes him is a is a testament that he's actually a good driver, man. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, Kimi. Uh, I mean, obviously, we all know what he's worth. Uh, yeah. and this season i mean yeah he's not been he's not been the most he's not had the loudest performances but yeah he, he's been all right he's been quite good he's outperformed has yeah, he outperformed he's you? just driving for fun man he's yeah. just it's a hobby it's a hobby yeah, it's, it's like lads we go lads 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 yeah. we drive around lads lads you know it's just for fun man yeah. yeah i mean it's a hobby and, but his teammate his teammate antonio giovinazzi over and out uh temporarily uh i genuinely see him in f1 again um and a driver that i personally like yeah I, same that i rate very highly yeah same same uh, but that is rated lowly for some reason by your uh, drive to survive fans and just in general the people the community of f1 um i feel he's you know again i've told it time and again on the podcast before he is the only italian driver and the actually you know the current f1 uh, the current ferrari driver academy is the only current ferrari driver academy driver to have been sponsored from the time he has probably been born more or less from the time he stepped into go karts from the very first time that he stepped onto the throttle of a go kart he's been sponsored by ferrari um and that speaks volumes about him in general antonio you know Uh, a driver that i like a driver with amazing skill sets oh guy what can i say man? i mean you you it's 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 saddening to see what what has happened you know uh, you know to him now he's going to formula e it's not a very interesting avenue for him but uh, let's see what do you think yeah i think i think indica would have been better for geo but yeah the formula e i would say it's a waste of talent I mean, someone yeah, as talented big as Big L, yeah, someone as talented as Giovinazzi should not be going to Formula E, uh, especially after season F1. But yeah, it is what it is. You know, money speaks volumes in the sport, and yeah, Giovinazzi is, is an example. Uh, getting to yeah. his replacement, Guanyu Zhou. I would not say don't hate him yet. He's not yet driven. He's driven an F1 car. And he's done pretty well in FP1 for Alpine. Yeah, oh, that Alpine, that Alpine test was pretty good. Yeah, in FP one, but, but yeah. Again, so let's just wait. Let's just wait. I'm I'm not gonna set any expectations. I'm not gonna set any you know standards yeah. for Joe yeah. to meet. He's gonna be a Latifi like I would say. He's gonna be Latifi like. Yeah. He's yeah, been yeah. his junior career is all right. 
He's not set the world on yeah, fire, decent. but yeah, you don't need to set the world on fire. You just need a little money and and to be pretty decent behind the wheel. Yeah. So yeah, let's see again. Uh, so yeah, I think. But his I, teammate, no, his yeah. his Guangzhou's future teammate, my 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 guy Valtteri Bottas, he is gonna make a statement next year. Watch him next year. He is gonna show why he should be. a number one driver and why he should be getting preferences in a team and not just be straddled behind and just be pushed away he is going to be the man in our yeah of course he's going to have, have an easy yeah. with the rookie teammate bottas is definitely going to be the quicker one but yeah getting no, into no, no, the, no, i'm just saying yeah. generally he's going to do really well hmm. yeah uh, getting into the team now for next year uh they i don't think they're going to look too strong because let's be honest you're removing your two the two key drivers who i would think was yeah. been very influential in the development and you're getting two new drivers in so you're going to start the development cycle the, the final parts of development pretty late and he, the geo the, the the removal of giovanazzi seemed like seemingly purely for cash so i don't think they're looking too strong <laughs> Imagine a Giovinazzi Bottas lineup, man. It would be a yeah. It would be really good. Of a, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But they, I don't think so. They look too strong, and even this season they've not been too strong. How do you rate? Uh, okay, now now let's come into the ratings. How do you rate Kimi and Gio? Uh, <laughs> you go first. Kimi a six, Gio six point five. I would say Giovinazzi seven and Kimi six. Seven's a bit too kind. He's been. Yeah, I think he's six point five. Not six. I don't know. Six point five. No, it's been a really long season. I am. I I struggle to find standout geo performances. Mexico seventh. I was gonna say Mexico. Yeah. Uh, six, seven, seven. Yeah, I'd I'd lean to seven. Yeah. Many Q three. Many Q three appearances. Yeah, Kimi six. Yeah, it's a hobby, so not bad for a hobby. And as a team, I'd give them a six as well. I mean, I'd give them a five. I'd give them a five point five. They've they're not grown. They've (laughs) stagnated. So five point five for me. Yeah, true. Yeah, so so we agree on a five point five. Are you okay, Mick? Uh, I'm okay. Okay, make sure you go to P1 and P0. Yeah, okay. I'm very sorry about that. I know what it means. Uh, sorry. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So let's go to the last team, Haas F1. Haas F1 <laughs> has been dismal. Zero points. Dismal, bro. I will go to Canada accent. They are kachada. They become. <laughs> what is this nonsense they are doing? Yo, bro. Two thousand eighteen. One full skill, full growth on full skill using P six and all. He was coming. Ready now for them to. Finish P eighteen, then to pray to all the lords. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think, mm-hmm. I think, I think they've the created a. Ah, uh, yeah, I don't. I think they've created an F two car by mistake. 
bro i'm not sure i'm wrong you too man by mistake they took their two blueprints they're like ah oh, what's our blueprints <laughs> they were doing uh, some shit idhe maadu idhe engineer maadu yeah i don't think yeah although both yeah. drivers i do like both drivers both yeah i think both i think both have performed equally okay yeah. only when both have crashed i mean you can't say mazda spin and all because schumacher also ended up in the wall as equally whoever equally to say no whoever continues to say mazda spin is one of the most mature people right yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah crashed more yeah schumacher has actually crashed bend it more than mazda spin i mean yeah sure they've been i mean mazda spin's been slower but then but the cars been crap so we can only see Yeah, exactly. they said they they dumped all the resources for next year but bro let, did you see say. his overtake on schumacher in brazil well, i'll send that clip to you bro that was yeah yeah, yeah i saw that i saw that i saw that into turn 1 exactly so i saw that so that massive in lunge was friggin yeah yeah i saw that as a lunge it should be <laughs> yeah mass a lunge but oh i think the, i think we don't need to talk too much about them you know next year I can't rate them. How do I rate them when I know that they're shit? They're two. They're two. Kakus, <laughs> kakus out of ten. <laughs> Papa, da. <laughs> oh yeah, I really feel the sad. The team, I'd give them a minus one. Honestly, I'm not even kidding. As uh, team, I'd the promise that they showed in 2018 to what they are now is is very bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Honestly, you know, they can put I, that 20. They can put that 18 car and drive it like that would be faster. Yeah, and it'd probably be quicker. Who knows? Yeah, it'd be faster for sure. <laughs> because back But, in 2018 i mm-hmm. thought you know they're going to go into 19 2021 as possible p3s in the constructors but no yeah i don't think yeah i think <laughs> no it, chance zero chance yeah. coming into drivers how do you rate the drivers both of them in the first year how how do i rate what do yeah, i yeah i don't think it's fair to rate so just skip <laughs> just skip them like okay papa yeah just skip them Crash out of ten. So, guys, this is a checkered flag to the podcast. I hope you like the season roundup. Um, if you have any questions, please DM us on our Instagram at Frontwing Damage. We are looking to give you a bit of postseason content, and maybe not too much because you know we're getting a little busy. But nonetheless, we'll try to keep you engaged. Uh, see you guys. Ciao.